Welcome back to the Sipping with Sin podcast, a podcast about stuff and things pertaining to gaming, content creation, horror, comics, music, pop culture, and more. Grab your favorite beverage and take a sip with us. Welcome back to Simples in the Podcast, where we talk about seven things and things and stuff that are important to everybody, every single organism, bacteria, mammal, cat, chicken, duck, everything out there in the world. Number one podcast about seven things proven by scientists and people far smarter than all of us, so don't question it. Don't Just don't even look it up. Just know it's a number one podcast. It's facts. It's proven. That's it. Uh, full disclaimer, totally didn't just start the podcast and not have it on record, so yeah, I feel like a complete idiot. Wonderful me. And we totally didn't have like... A plethora of tech issues right before starting the podcast. So, uh, yeah. Smiles. Great stuff. But without further ado, let's welcome back our esteemed co-host, the one, the only, Mr. Christian. How's it going, everyone? Feels good to be back. Technical issues aside. God. Um, even though I don't get to see you guys' faces, I listen and watch. So, thank you so much. You guys make this worth doing. And uh, those that are watching on YouTube, to let you know what I'm sipping, I am sipping G Fuel, of course. Uh, Code Sinister, save at least 20% off your order. Just saying. But I have been in the habit of mixing flavors. I mixed um, Hype Sauce, which is raspberry lemonade, and Italian or lemon Italian ice together. Mm. So uh, pretty good. So we're we're sipping upon that to get energy. To get energy. But we got some stuff to talk about this week. Uh, and we're not going to dilly-dally. We're going to get into it. We're not going to go down Garth Brooks rabbit holes and stuff like that. Instead, we're going to stay on task um, I will go ahead and say probably next week we'll be talking about the Flash, probably in depth. I would think, mm-hmm. um, because it, as of this, uh, Flash is coming out on on Max. So whenever this comes out, Flash will be out on Max. You can watch it there, and uh, I plan on watching this week, and uh, we'll be going into depth. So yeah, you can look forward to that. But for this week, what we like to do to start every episode is we like to break the ice, talk about what we've been watching, reading, listening to, or playing this past week. So. We're gonna do that, um, Christian. Do you wanna? Do you wanna get into it? I will start this off. I'll start this off. I've been playing. I said this last week. I'm pretty sure, maybe the week before that. But I've been playing a shit ton of Ghost of Tsushima, guys. I bought that game when it was on like sale for Amazon Prime Day way back when, and finally got to start like diving into the game. I love it. Um, I'm gonna play it sometime tonight if I have free time for sure. I really, 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 really like this so much fun i love the music i love the story i love the characters i love the way that the gameplay is i love the way that you level up in the game like this is this is a 10 out of 10 game for me and i haven't even beat it yet so if, if that means anything like if you have not played ghost of Tsushima and you have access to a playstation 4 or 5 you should be playing this game 100 percent full stop play the game aside from that uh, i did get my hands on a beta copy of Mortal Kombat 1. Ooh. And I got to play it for all of, I don't know, an hour. And I have some thoughts. Okay. Do we need to save them? Or do you want to go in depth? Do we lose Christian into the Matrix? Is Christian gone forever? Uh oh. Might have lost Christian in the Matrix. Um. Yeah, uh, I also got my hands on the MK1 beta. I was kind of waiting. I was going to save it and talk about it uh, in depth, but if he wants to talk about it whenever he returns from his trip into uh, the ether, then we will we will discuss it. Um, while he's gone, I'll talk about what I've been watching, reading, listening to, or playing this past week. Uh, for me, I've played some more Farlight. I've played a little Death Stranding. Um. Other than that, I played Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the first time. I got to, uh, to dive into that. And I made the uh, the mistake of wearing my Leatherface apron and mask while playing. So that was a lot of fun uh, because if you've ever streamed, you know all that equipment and stuff running. It gets really hot. And then that mask is really hot. So I played for a couple matches as Leatherface and just absolutely roasted and was pouring sweat. Uh, 
but the game was pretty fun. I did enjoy what little bit I played of it. Um, I personally preferred uh, playing as the family over victim. I only played victim once, but I did prefer family and, of course, playing as Leatherface. Uh, I will say my map knowledge is Cheeks. I was lost. People would make call-outs that wouldn't make sense. They'd just be like, over here, and I'm like, where the hell's over here? And I'm just running around <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm running in like a circle of a maze. Um, but it gives you like the name of the area in the top right. So if people are like exterior corridor, then you can kind of learn them. But learning those maps is definitely something that I, I'll have to do. Uh, but all in all, especially playing with people is fun. Um, I don't know about running solo, how funny it would be, but, uh, I've been doing that. What would you rank that so far? Just from what you've played, what would you rank it right now? Um, I, I don't know. I want to play victim more, but at the same time, my victim experience is very scuffed because, the uh, Leatherface literally focused me from the start, and he would run by everybody else and hunt me down, and I was like, what the shit? Like, he literally ran by two people, and I'm like, why is he only after me? And he was just, like, solely focused. It's like, hell with everybody else. I just want to kill Leland. And I was like, bro, leave me alone. Like, I'm sprinting past everybody, and he's just, like, running just after me. And I'm like, dude, come on. Um, so my victim, I died first, obviously with him just like focusing me cause you start in the basement with him. So that's a little skewed, uh, as the family, if you have a group, it's pretty fun cause it's different than, uh, dead by daylight as you're not just one killer. So, I mean, working like me and you working together as killers is pretty fun. Leatherface starts in the basement. Dude, Leatherface is a blast. I was running around to start my chainsaw, even just revving it to screw with people. So fun. So, I mean, it's, it's a fun experience. I will say, I don't know if it was because I wore the Leatherface gear and got too hot or the fact that I'm kind of close to my monitor, but it did give me a tad motion sickness with all the spinning around and, and shit. So I kind of definitely felt that a bit and it strained my eyes. Um, but I, I plan on playing it more and hopefully if you are able to get access to it, I'd love to, to play on there. I have it on PlayStation. So nice. we could definitely. I know, how much is it on PlayStation right now? Do you know? 30 something, I think. It's no higher than 40. Okay. It should be around 40, 40, 30, somewhere there. It's definitely one of those games that I would like to play. Uh, I don't know if, if it's something that would hold my interest long term. And that's mainly because a game like that, you only have the IP for Texas Chainsaw. So when you play a game like Dead by Daylight, they have their own IP, plus they have you know uh, licenses for others. There's constantly updates coming out, new characters all the time, different things that you can do with those characters, blah, blah, blah. So that makes it a little bit more enticing. Uh, and then a game like even Friday the 13th, um, it was the same style as this one, but they, for a while anyway, until the legal battles, they were updating that so, so often. So I think that if they keep updates coming out for this game and, and, and you know, different skins, what, what have you, different kill animations and stuff, I think it'll keep the, 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 the life, the shelf life for this game up a little bit more. Um, and I know that I had difficulties earlier, so... I wanted to quickly. Uh, do you go want to over talk about that now, or do you want to save that for the stuff? I'll actually save that part. I'm actually going to move on to what I've been watching. So, uh, guys, I know you've been listening to me saying the highest of praises for the show Warrior that is on Max. I finally the season three. I watched the season finale recently, and it was it, it was a great it was a great season. This was one of the best seasons that we've had. A character that I absolutely love uh, was left for dead at the end of the last episode, which sucks for me personally. Uh, and for the show, if he ends up dying, because he's like the best character, in my opinion. Um, but this show, th th this season definitely was left very open-ended. Um, I'm hoping that they get picked up for season four because it left a lot of questions to be answered a lot of backstabbing, a lot of face turns, heel turns going on in this season. Um, I, I, I pray to God that this gets a season four because season three, every season of the show has been fantastic. Uh, it, they've all been 10 out of 10s for me. It's one of the best shows that I've watched uh, in a long time. I know that I sung high praises for House of the Dragon. I talked highly of Last of Us. This show deserves to be up there with those sh with those shows as well. Max has really been, HBO in general has been pumping out some really good TV, uh, some, some really good live action stuff. And if they stay on this path, man, they're, they're going to dominate. They're going to dominate. 
because this this show was fantastic. I, like I said, I hope they get a season four. The show is really good. I hope they keep the same actors, the same writers, like all of that, because it's it's just been a good fucking time. And if you are a person like me, like who enjoys uh, drama, who enjoys crime, who enjoys kung fu, like this is a show that you should be watching. One hundred percent, full stop. Go watch the show if you haven't. Support this show that make it support the actors like this show is fantastic and i can't wait to see the progression of it in the next season if there is one so guys once again warrior season three finale came out i watched it it was dope as fuck i can't wait to see the rest and it ended on a cliffhanger and i'm just like god damn it give me more right now pump it into my veins please sin i know you haven't watched it yet and you are doing a disservice but when you get the time when you get the time watch this it's so good is that is that it for your week? Pretty much, man. There's a couple other things that I've done over the week that I kind of started looking into and watching and whatnot, but I, I haven't watched enough to really get into. And one of them I wanted to talk about with you, and I don't think you've watched yet, but um, it's the the season premiere of Ahsoka. Yeah, I wanted to bring it up. I haven't seen business. it. It's on my list. Hopefully this weekend I can, I can squeeze it in, but I definitely want to watch it. I, I'm watching season or season, excuse me. I'm watching episode two. I finished it yet, so I, I can't tell you exactly what's going on. But just the first episode was enough to draw me in. Um, Ahsoka is one of my favorite Star Wars characters of all time. Um, she's up there with Anakin, Darth for me. So I love, you know, Anakin and Darth Vader. I love. I I, I don't love Obi Wan, but I like Obi Wan. I love Ahsoka. I loved Star Killer before he was, you know, rewritten out of the canon. Um, those, those complex, like, uh, force sensitive characters, I really enjoy. So just to have a show that's supposed to be based on hers, but it, it brings in a lot of, if you're a Star Wars nerd and you like the, love the Clone Wars, then Ahsoka is definitely high on the tier list for you for all the other shows. Uh, just the first episode, I like it more than Obi-Wan. Um, the best part of Obi-Wan looking back are the, the Darth Vader scenes for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, but like Darth Vader can't carry Star Wars, right? Darth Vader is a product of Star Wars, but he can't carry it. So you need, you, and this one gives me enough backstory, enough lore, enough Easter eggs to, to keep it for me because I like that kind of stuff. That's, I love lore if it comes to medium I'm in. If it's horror, if it's comic book, if it's, fantasy sci-fi like i like the lore behind things it doesn't have to be super complex all the time but i do like it so um ahsoka is definitely better than some shows that came before for sure um i can't say it's the best star wars show out yet because it's only two episodes and i haven't finished the second episode yet so i can't say that but because i like ahsoka already because the show has given me what i need from it they're talking about ezra bridger has been mentioned heavily we've seen uh, a hologram look of him in the show which is dope if you watch Clone Wars uh, and Rebels. So, like, if, if you like Clone Wars and Rebels, Ahsoka is definitely more of the live-action series that you want. Enjoy it. Okay. I watched that, and I, I'm loving it so far. I hope it stays like this. I hope Disney doesn't do the fucking thing they always do, which is just give us a bunch of episodes that don't amount to anything. And then the penultimate episode, you give us everything, and then the season finale is just kind of a bookend for season two, you know? So I'm hoping that, hoping that the show gets its due diligence. I hope that they put time into it. But so far, so far it's excellent, and I think you're gonna like it. Okay, I'm definitely excited. That's on my list of stuff I want to watch. I want to watch that, and then I want to watch a um, obviously the Flash. We'll talk about next week. Um, so hopefully mm-hmm. we can maybe talk about both next week, and maybe a jam packed episode next week. Who knows? Um, so Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I played. Uh, something I've been looking forward to. Definitely. Uh, they did a really good job with the map as far as, like, the house and stuff and a lot of the things. Like, I saw stuff from the movie that I'm just like, man, that made me happy. Uh, Leatherface and all that. I believe Kane Hodder was the motion cap uh, actor for Leatherface in this, I think. That's really cool. I think so. Um, I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure they got him because they have a relationship from with him from um, Friday 13th and stuff like that. Um, so I think that's who they got. Uh, but it's it's been fun. Um, other than that, what else have I played? Um, 
I watched Gamescom. I did that. How was that? Um. Okay. So there was a few games that definitely uh, caught me off guard. Killing Floor Three. I didn't expect that. Um. Obviously, we got a Mortal Kombat trailer. Uh, Alan Wake. God, Alan Wake Two looks stupid good. They're mixing. So, did you ever play the game uh, Quantum? I think it's Quantum Break, where it like uses a lot of like real live action stuff. I didn't actually get to play. I know exactly what it is. So something uh, they were showing Alan Wake. He has like like a nightmare vision and through like live action and actors and stuff in there, and then it would mix back and forth. And I was like, okay, that's pretty dope. So I'm I'm actually excited. And that comes out in spooky season time. So I'm pretty pretty stoked mm. to hopefully check that out. Um, past that, I got into uh, a documentary. I've been watching Hard Knocks. I'll watch Hard Knocks every year. If you don't know Hard Knocks, is essentially it's uh, HBO teams up and they watch or follow a team during training camp, an NFL team, and you get like four or five episodes. It's pretty much training camp till the start of the season, and then you just kind of follow mm-hmm. through that. And it's always interesting. This year they're following the New York Jets with the big signing of Aaron Rodgers, so obviously that's big news. And New York is is wild about their sports teams. So we've been watching that some, um, and then we got into uh, – We've been watching Untold. I brought it up before. They did Johnny Manziel and stuff like that. Uh, Jake Paul. This one that they recently, they just released was actually, those were all about an hour long episodes. This one had four 40 something minute episodes. And it's called Swamp Kings. And it's about the Florida Gators from like, I don't want to get the time wrong. I don't remember if it's 2004 through 2000. I don't know. Like 2004 or five through like 2009 or something. Pretty much it's their little mini dynasty where, you know, they won, I think, two national championships and then almost had a third in that time and all the stuff that happened and all the trouble that people got into and Tebow winning a Heisman and all the media and, like, all just all kinds of shit. It's real. I love stuff like that, like the behind-the-scenes talking, hearing the stories of not just stuff that you see on, like, ESPN or the media, you know, like actual stuff right, right. from the players and the coaches and the people that were there. Um, like one thing I, I found interesting, but makes a lot of sense. They brought up that the, the authorities in the town of Gainesville, where the college university of Florida is like they, the mayor, none of those people, nobody runs that town. What runs it is the university. They had an actual lawyer. So if say Christian went out and got in trouble, they could look through. And if there was so much as one little legal jargon that was off, they would get the case dismissed. And pretty much they were there to protect, like, the players and the team and stuff like that. And they right. took care of the university because the university brings in ass loads of money, which any big, you know, college like that, especially with, like, a prominent sports team like in the SEC or something like that, they're going to bring in a significant amount of change. And so it, I thought that was interesting. There was a lot of really interesting things in it. Um, but I watched that. And then – I guess we'll go ahead and get into it, but uh, oh, I'm also planning on watching the machine, sir. Oh, oh yeah, okay. The Burt Kreischer stuff. I'm pretty stoked for that. Um, but well, I guess we'll get into it. Actually, before we get into it, one other thing Gamescom had. I wanted to ask you if you knew anything about it. Sorry, my mind is. It has been a day. My mind is scattered. Uh, Rebel Moon. Do you know much about this? Was Zack Snyder? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm familiar with it. Yeah. So, it looks like Star Wars, but it's not. And someone in chat, and this could be wrong, someone in chat told me that he pitched his adaptation or whatever story for Star Wars to the people, and they said no, so he just made his own. I don't know if this is true or not, but it's very... To me, it was very Star Wars Dune-looking. Yeah, so... Uh, And it's it's like a multi, I don't know how many movies he already has planned, and apparently there's a game he announced. Like, there's a whole bunch of shit for it. So, the story behind that quickly, because I I, I actually have been looking into Rebel Moon for a while before there were any trailers or anything. It looks, I'll watch it. I said that on stream watching Gamescom, I was like, I'll definitely watch this. Yeah, with Rebel Moon, it was absolutely supposed to be a Star Wars story uh, that Zack Snyder wanted to tell. He pitched it. Uh, and they, they being it, Disney, it was, I'm assuming, it was right? It was it was meant to be. You pitched it to Disney. It was meant to be made. It was meant to be kind of like the Mandalorian. So do you remember 
season one of the Mandalorian, the episode where he goes to that little product town, the, the like swampy looking little town that he goes to. Yeah. And then he helps them fight the like ATATs and shit. Like or not ATATs, but he helps them fight uh uh I forget the who the opposing uh, yeah, force. Yeah, he I helps them so. fight, blah blah blah. It's essentially that, but a whole movie. That's what he wanted to make and he wanted to tell his own story with it and something with the characters a little different. And he had actual characters from Star Wars lore in there, like not the biggest characters, but characters that we would know from Star Wars to be in there. Uh, and then something happened, like he was making that and it kind of got, it got canceled, I believe. They didn't go through with it. So uh, Netflix ended up picking it up and he got to make the story. Uh, so he just kind of made his own thing. And it was meant to be, I think, two movies or three movies that he had going. I can't, I can't remember the, the number. I think it was two movies. And he was supposed he uh, Netflix was like, yeah, we'll buy it. Just make up the characters so you can have your own IP, and we we got it. And that he got to do it. And that happens right after making the zombie movie that he made about Vegas and shit. Like I can't remember what it's called um, right now, off the top of my head. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, I can't remember. It has Batista in it and stuff. Yeah, that one. Um, he pitched God, those around this. You know, he, he. Yeah, I'll I'll think of it like mid talk. But that he did that movie and was pitching this Star Wars Rebel Moon because it was supposed to be called Star Wars something something Rebel Moon I forget but it was it was a Star Wars story like a Star Wars tale Rebel Moon and that's what it was supposed to be so he literally just made it elsewhere and did his own thing with it uh, and and there we go and I went for Rebel Moon actually yesterday and I'm excited for it. like I want to see it I, I don't think it's gonna be the best movie I've ever seen but it looks good but yeah, Zack Snyder it's worth a watch always. His trailers always look good because he typically has a some kind of hand in cutting those trailers. But it looks really well done. It looks well made. It looks like he had fun doing it. I definitely want to see it, and it's going to be on Netflix, so I don't have to pay anything extra to see it. So I'm yeah. absolutely going to watch it. And then we know that part two is coming out, what, the end of the year, I think? So that's going yeah, to be Yeah, this one comes out, part one, Rebel Moon comes out this year, and then the next one's like early February or April or something of 2024. Like it was... Not it was like a f several months between, but not like a year. You know, maybe like four months or something difference. Yeah, <clears throat> so not bad. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for it, man. I, I'm ex I'm super excited to see it. All right. Well, I guess we'll get into the meat and the potatoes. Something we already kind of briefly talked about. And I guess we will start with that. Um, and I told you guys I would give you my thoughts on it. I had access. Uh, luckily I snagged a code for mk1 beta uh pre-order beta last weekend and i didn't get to play an overabundance because of time and uh toddlers and everything send take up a bunch of time but i did get to play some and here are my initial thoughts so whenever i first loaded in first game picked kenshi so excited something to me felt so weighted um and i actually remember messaging h about it and i was just like because he, he asked, he was like, how's the movement? I was like, I feel super weighted. Like, my jumping felt like those towers where you would get hit with, like, slow-mo missiles. And I was jumping in slow-mo. And I was like, what the hell? Why is this so weighted? I was like, this is weird. And I played a few matches, and I was like, okay, had to go do stuff. So, I was like, I'm coming back. When I come back, I noticed that NetherRealm had extended the beta. So, I don't know if there was a hot fix patch or what, and there was issues. But when I come back, the movement was faster, smoother to me. Is it as fast as MK11? I'm going to say no, but it did feel a lot better than when I first played. When I first played, I'm talking the jumping was so bad, like, your character looked in slow-mo. Like, I was like, and I was like, what the shit? Um, Kenshi feels different for me, but I'm okay with it, and I will figure it out. Uh, I'm just used to the other combos, which all characters always feel a little different each game. They're little variations. Uh, Sub-Zero felt good. I thought Katana was fine. Um, I did mm -hmm. see a lot of Lee May, um, but I personally didn't like what little bit I played of her didn't really click for me. Um, I liked it. It will definitely take getting used to, but I had no real complaints. Um, cameos, I felt throw one-off shots or help with zoning or combo breakers. Um, they do start combos. I didn't really have any good combo strings that I figured out right away. Like I said, I didn't get an abundance of time to play. But I didn't figure out any great combos to like start with the cameos. I used them more as like my oh shit 
combo breaker. Like if something was in my ass, I would throw a cameo to break it up for long enough so I could then retaliate. Um, but for the most part, I liked what I played. Uh, it was very limited. You had uh, Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, Katana, Lee Mei, Sub-Zero, and Kenshi were your beta characters. And then your cameos were like Frost, Jax, Sonya. No, I don't even think Jax was in it, was he? It was Frost, Sonya. Um, who the hell else was there? Now I don't even remember who all was in the cameo. Frost. There was Frost, Sonya, Kano. Kano. I used Kano a little bit. I used Frost probably more than anybody as my cameo, which probably wasn't the best of combos, but it, for what I was doing, it was fine. I did more tower than I did online just because I didn't have an abundance of time. So I would just kind of pick a character and like really try to hone in on like, all right, what's the combos? What can I do with them? Like feeling all that out. Um, fatalities were the fatalities. They're gory. They're what little bit we saw of them. Um, it's cool that you have a ca- uh, cameo fatality as well, a different like input to put at the end. That's fine. Um, but I, I liked it. I'm very, very excited. Um, I was actually talking about it on stream today when we were watching stuff and going over it, but I, I cannot wait. I can't wait to, to dive in and like really get in depth. Um, and before I go into other thoughts on other things, I wanted to see what you thought about the beta. Um, so as you were saying, I did get to play the beta for uh, time. Myself. I enjoyed what I played of the beta. Um, it felt a little, it felt faster. I didn't get to play it day one. I got to play it like Sunday. So before I don't, it, I don't it know ended. what it was. I wish you could have, I don't know if I'm just crazy. Someone said you may have just adjusted. I feel like that was a much different, I don't think that's an adjustment. Does, do you know what I'm talking about with like the the effects, like the missiles and stuff that where you slow mo and like you're as they're flipping her in the air, it like that's what it looked like and what it felt. I felt so heavy on the game as everybody, and it wasn't just like, oh, that character's a heavy character. I was playing different ones. I was like, why does it feel like this? But when I come back, I even told the wife, I was like, this feels completely different. Like it feels smoother. So I don't know if they pushed a little fix. There was some kind of issue because I know they extended it, so something had to happen. So I don't know if that was it right. or what, but or maybe I'm just tripping. That, that could be a possibility. Maybe I'm just stupid. So, like, it, it, I'm not sure. I can't. I can't confirm nor deny that because I didn't get to play the same time that you did. But what I played, the game was fine. It seemed a little faster than I saw in previous videos. Um, so that was nice. But I will say, like, this one doesn't feel as smooth. Is Mortal Kombat 11. Mortal Kombat 11 felt very smooth. It was fast. It was smooth. Everything flowed. With this one, it feels more like Mortal Kombat 9 to me. A little slower. It's a little clunkier. When you do breakers, you notice like a character, like the character's hitting overhead and they're connecting. It connects, stops, and then breaks, right? Like that kind of thing happens. So it just feels like feels like they redid Mortal Kombat 9 for this generation, for this system. With, with new shit, it looks different, but it's the same type of gameplay for that. Um, does it play just like Mortal Kombat 9? No, but it feels a lot like Mortal Kombat 9. And I personally like Mortal Kombat 11 the best so far. I don't know. It, I don't know if it's because I put the most time into it. I don't know if it's because I just like the way that that game felt in general. Like when I play fighters, I like them to feel that way. But Mortal Kombat 11 was the smoothest one that I've played. Um, so this one didn't have that smoothness to it. The graphics are awesome for certain things, I'll say. The characters, the designs, they look really good. They're well made. They're mapped really well. Johnny Cage looks, you know, all the characters look good for what we have. Johnny Cage looks still Cage. But some characters don't look like themselves. Luke Kane still looks like Luke Kane. He's just Fire Guy Luke Kane, right? So it looks a little different. Kenshi still looks like Kenshi, but he doesn't at the same time. Like it's a whole different. Kenshi's also a mobster. Did you catch any of that? He made mention about some about crime syndicate or something. I was like, whoa, when did this come about? Yeah, I, I I didn't. I try really hard not to pay attention to too many of those things because I want to be. Please tell me you saw the, the the Easter egg, the one little Easter egg. I've seen a couple where different people were posting them, uh, but I'm trying not to watch them because I want to experience them firsthand when the full release happens. But I did catch Wait, one which that's Easter, is the, this? what? What was that? 
Which Easter egg was it that you caught? Um, it's Johnny versus Sub Zero, and I forget what Sub Zero says, but this Sub Zero is Bihan, correct? Like this is the original, mm-hmm. which would then turn into Noob in the older timelines. And Sub Zero says something, and Johnny says something about you're a noob or something like a shot. And I'm like, if you're a MK fan, you'll appreciate that. I was like, that's I like that. That's a cool little nod to all that stuff. But yeah, I'm excited to. I'm really, really excited to play this game in its entirety. I'm excited to see the story. I'm excited to see how the characters actually are in this new time universe. I'm very curious about the story. I have to say. Uh oh, we might have lost. Christian might have went to Nether Realm himself. It's hard to say. Yeah, I was wondering. Oh, there he is. He come back from Nether Realm. Hey, come I on. I was in, enter enter back. I was wondering where uh, Shang Tsung would fit into this story. Yeah, and we saw that, and then Kronika shows up as well, and I'm just like, oh shit! How does she, how is she back? There's this? a lot. There's a lot oh. of moving pieces for this story. It's gonna be. I'm gonna say it's easily a. 10 hour story playthrough probably so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go like 8 to 10 I think 8 to 10 hours because you have a lot of pieces that you're gonna have to because there's people everywhere and new it's not just like oh well this is the scorpion we know now it's a new scorpion in a new timeline mm-hmm. whose brothers are sub-zero like there's a lot of stuff they have to touch on um, before we yeah, get anything else you have any other thoughts on the beta Um. yeah just like the so just from playing the, I played online like four or five matches. The first match was absolutely terrible. The connection was off. Um, the guy beat the hell out of me because my character just didn't even move, and his character was just jumping around me and stuff. And it's, I mean, I got some hits in, but it it really sucked. So I just chalked that up to a loss. It's a beta, whatever. Second match, I actually won that, and it felt good. And I was playing with um, Johnny Cage. So that that felt really good. Shocker. And then, uh, yeah, and then I played a guy who was Liu Kang, and he just zoned me out the whole time. Liu Kang feels uh, so that, like I mean, he's going to be petty as shit. What little bit yeah. I played of him, like that dragon ground attack and like all of his zoning, I was like, oh, Liu Kang's about to be an asshole. To me. Yeah. He, he's fast he as shit. Felt, now he's got all that extra zoning. I'm like, come on. Yeah, it, it, was, it was super annoying, I will say. But I mean, that's just the way the... And then I fought a Lee May, and that was pretty easy balance. But I saw a lot of Lee Mays on yeah. uh, Lee May players, and it's one of the fastest characters apparently in the game. So like her moves just get off really quick, and one of her special moves is like a three or four hit combo. It like launches, it launches you into the person. You get a combo, and then you can string that into another combo. So there, there's some things that need to be tweaked for sure. But like I enjoyed the beta. The only thing that I don't really care for, man. Is the same shit I've been complaining about this entire time. Cameo system just isn't my favorite. I don't hate it. I will say, after playing the game, I don't even hate it. It's just a little annoying because what I I think what I want from the cameos and what we actually get from them are different. So like I would like for the cameos to look a little more polished, like the traditional characters in the game do. I will say, I love absolutely love the fact that the cameos have the retro outfits for for all those characters so sonya having retro it's jack's retro kano retro uh, frost being retro i love here's the thing i i love frost as a character even though she's like an evil little piece of shit i love frost and i love her original costume i love it so much and she's only had that original costume in like one game I keep changing her shit around and it's it's kind of and then when she became like a cyber ninja in the last game, like I, I wasn't feeling that. She looked cool. I did not like her gameplay. So I was expecting to see a new Frost in this timeline that may even have been good. Maybe Sub-Zero was an asshole. Maybe Bihan was a dick. And Frost was like, no, the Lin Kuei could be better. We could find another way. I was hoping for that. And I didn't get what I wanted, which is fine. That's just what I wanted. But she's not even a playable character. She's only, you know, so it doesn't matter. But I do love her cameo look is her retro look because that's my favorite one so now that i know more of what the cameos are for they're not necessarily the cameos are characters are there to help you string combos or to like to 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 add to what your character lacks so for an example if you're you choose like johnny 
example, doesn't have a projectile move, then you choose a cameo character that has a projectile so you can have that later. If your character that you choose doesn't defense, then you choose a cameo that is really defensive. Like, for an example, Sub-Zero putting ice armor on you or whatever. I get it now. It makes more sense. And I do like that. Um, it's just some people, the way that they use the cameos, it's like, I want to choke you to death. <laughs> and it gets annoying. But but I do like the game. I can't wait to fucking play the game. The the beta was a really good way for me to ease myself in and see how this game plays. And now that I know it plays more like Mortal Kombat 9, I know what I'm getting into. So it was it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Yep, yep. Um, I'm assuming there'll probably be an open beta I would think probably in the next couple of weeks because the game releases in two, three weeks, something like that. Not far. Um, but while we're on the subject of Mortal Kombat, I wanted to briefly touch on uh, something that was unveil- unveiled. Wording. I'm very difficult for me to say. Um, the WB and NetherRealm actually flew out some people to play early access to one of the the features or modes, excuse me, in the game. Have you seen that, Christian? Have you seen anything about it? I have not. Okay, so Crypt is a fan favorite that has been in Mortal Kombat oh, games. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I have seen it. I'm so sorry. I have I know exactly what you're in. Uh, How long has Crypt been in the game? Crypt? Uh... Crypt's been in the game since at least Combat uh, uh, Deadly Alliance, I want to say. Yeah, it's been around for a while, but Crypt is not, to my understanding, is not in MK1. Instead, they it have unveiled a brand. Wait, what was that? I was saying it's not. It's totally out. Um, they have a new mode, and this mode is called Invasion. And Invasion is very different than what they normally do, but it is sort of kind of like the Crypt. Um, pretty much Invasion is like an RPG board game adventure. I, I don't really know how to explain it. You, It's like you move steps, and you'll do fights, and you'll unlock cosmetics, whether it's colors for the outfits, um, I don't know how much as far as gear you unlock, but it was mentioned in the video I watched that you will unlock some um, and other things, of course, fatalities and stuff like that. Pretty much it's like it's taking the place of Crypt as far as unlocking things and giving you another, I guess, uh, part of single player to do. It looks interesting. I definitely want to check it out. And I definitely will be playing it on stream. Uh, what do you think about Invasion? What little bit we've seen of it? Um, it's for sure from been getting when they first announced it, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this. But they announced more of it and showed us more of it. So kind of like an over-the-head kind of board game that you go through, like your character that you have. Um, and I think you can use more than one character. I just saw them using Kung Lao. But you kind of run through the beginning stages, uh, Johnny's Mansion, right? So you're running through that like a board game, like Monopoly or whatever. And then you get enemies you have to fight. There's boss bosses that you have to fight that you have to get through there's special things that you have to do as well so like some of those uh, older art um that we have like oh okay this one there's missiles and shit like that like i feel like that'll be a part of that as well and you use the crypt i'm sorry use the um invasion to get stuff like you would in the crypt so cosmetics different special moves uh background concept art shit like that so like i'm hoping that I'm hoping that the way that they announce this, that the way that they roll that out when the game actually drops whatever character you want, and you can still get items for all the you you can. Um, I think it was Max Maximilian or whatever. Uh, Max, whatever is. Oh, he I, did say that. Yeah, he, he said he was playing that. as Kung Lao, but he was still getting drops for like Sub Zero and stuff. So I mean, you're not going to necessarily be restricted to that one. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, I'm interested okay, in it. Any, any mode that's going to give me more time and more reason to play other than just, you know, the other, cause I mean, once you finish story, you're probably not going to start back in story right away or anything. So, I mean, that, that's cool to have that. And then I'm assuming we'll have towers, but I haven't seen any confirmation. Um, but I'm pretty hope stoked. So. Do what? I hope so. I mean, I think we will have towers because in the beta, you got to do towers too. They just cut out the, yeah, it was the classic tower, like your dialogue. almost arcade ending one I always do those I do those for every character just to see their story ending thing and and plus practice with that character for me is kind of how I look yeah. at it um past that we had a combat cast kind of a pop-up combat cast following the um I think it's called Queen's Court or something I can't remember the name yeah, of Queen's the Court. trailer but Gamescon Mortal Kombat released a new trailer for more characters surprise surprise they did tell us they would be coming out in bunches of you know announcements and stuff 
So this is a new trailer in which we see Sindel, who is the queen of uh, Outworld now. You see Sindel, and then you see a little gameplay of Sindel. And then you see General Shao, who, those that are like General Shao, General Shao is Shao Khan, but he's obviously not a Khan, ca- uh, he's just a, a general now, so General Shao. And we see a little gameplay of him. And then we see Raiden's gameplay. So now Liu Kang is the the god where Raiden usually is. It's like role reversal, and, and Raiden is the Earth's chosen warrior, essentially. So you see that. It looks pretty good. And then uh, we got that trailer, and then they did a combat cast. Pretty much announced right after that they would do a little pop-up combat cast in which they did gameplay and dove into gameplay for Sindel, General Shao, and Rain. Uh, Christian, I wanted to get your thoughts on A, the trailer, which looked really good. Obviously, all the trailers look great and make me want to play the game even more. And then, of course, gameplay. For me, what stood out the most, I will, I'll go ahead and throw this out there to you. Sindel looks cool. I do enjoy Sindel. I will play her. Um, will she be heavy in rotation? I don't know. I'm going to say probably not right now, but she might. She definitely will be heavier in my rotation than like a Garrus, I would say. Initially, right now. Things can change once I get my hands on those characters. Rain looked interesting, very different. I don't think Rain is a ninja anymore. I think he's now like a summoner or something. He's something else. I don't think he's necessarily one of the ninjas. Uh, has a staff. Looks very different, but also looks pretty fun. Uh, combos look pretty cool. General Shao to me looked very interesting. I have played Shao Kahn before, but he was never one of my heavy uh, rotation ones like Christian. General Shao reminded me of Ares from Injustice, who I used to love to play. Kind of a faster, bigger person. And we'll get in that ass. And General Shao gave me that impression. And I was like, oh, what is this? Are we about to have Ares 2.0 in MK1? So I am very interested in him. And I'm definitely planning on uh, labbing with him and learning him some too. Christian, thoughts on the character gameplay and the trailer? I did like seeing that uh, Khan is now, I'm sorry, Shao is just a general. I like that reversal. And I want to see him work his way up because I'm sure that he will by the end of the story. Sindel is a character that I actually just fucking love for Mortal Kombat in general. So I'm really, really excited that she's back in the game. And I will play her. She won't be a main of mine, but I'll definitely she's play fine. her. She's fine. She's a solid um, character, for sure. Mm-hmm. Did you see like, her she's, gameplay she's, with... Um, she has some different like fireballs. One of them is like a, a low-ish one that doesn't arc. Mm-hmm. That I, Whenever I saw it, I was like, oh, that's going to be annoying as shit. I can already see people spamming the piss out of that. Yeah, she's definitely going to be character to play against for sure uh i did see that raiden is the champion of earth realm now instead of a uh, Liu kang i also think that kung lao and raiden are going to be like best friends and I, I believe that kung i was going to play the same role that he always plays arrogant uh i'm this i'm that i can do this i can do that and i think he's going to get killed early in the story, and then we will follow raiden after that who stepped the next champion sorry i think that's what's going to happen catch his hands early probably yeah, that, that's exact. That's the vibe that I'm getting because Kung Lao, if you if you pay attention to the trailers and what we've seen, Kung Lao's the only character that hasn't changed. Like his move set's a little bit different. I don't think his teleports in there like it like it used to be, but like he hasn't really changed. And I think that's for a reason. I think that he's going to be essentially the same character and then die like he always fucking does. And then we're gonna follow Raiden, who's gonna be the next champion of Earth Realm. Uh, that's what I believe. Um, I really liked Shao. Or General Shao's gameplay. I'm I'm gonna play him. He's gonna be in my rotation. You ready to catch his hands as General Shao? Christian's so scared he disappeared back into Nether Realm, Nether World, Nether Realm World, Nether World Realm, the Ether, the Matrix, wherever Christian goes. We don't know. We don't know these things of of Dreadlock Wizards. Uh, he looks really good. He looks fast, strong. Uh, I forget. The, the gameplay I was watching, someone did like a 13 or 14 hit combo with like 370-something damage. I was like, good God. Like, he's going to be hitting pretty freaking hard. Um, and it'll be interesting to see who you can pair with him to really maximize. I guess it also depends on who he's fighting and and what uh what like your opponent and stuff like that is. But uh, General Shao looks really freaking good. Really, really good. Um, Rain gameplay was different. Rain... It's a lot of similar moves, but the staff was throwing me off. It is definitely different, but it is. Uh, it looks cool. It looks cool. Looks interesting. 
I definitely want to check out Rain for all the Rain fans. I, I can't say that I ever really did a lot with Rain and really put a lot of time in Rain previously. So this one may be different. I may have to really throw some time in, but we'll we'll see. I know Smoke is one that we haven't discussed on this episode, but Smoke is definitely one that I want to put time in with after what I've seen of him. He will probably a heavy rotation one with Kenshi, and then I must say General Shao may actually be in my top three rotation if what I saw holds up once I get my hands on him and actually get to play. He may be a heavy rotation guy for me, uh, so I'm pretty excited. I wasn't expecting that. Um, the trailer, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. I think it's called Queen's Court. It's super super good, and of course, all the story trailers just make me more exciting, and I want to know more about the story. Um, Christian, now that you have returned from wherever it is you dreadlock wizards go, what uh, what were you saying? I was just saying that after you mentioned that uh, General Shao plays like Ares, now I can't unsee it, and it makes me hate him a little bit because I hated Ares. And I want to know if you're ready Ares, to get these hands as General Shao. If, I, if he does play like Ares, you know he's going to be in my rotation, and you know I'm going to be after you. I, I did see that, but you know what, though? This is one of the first times that I think Raiden will be in my – in my rotation. So wow, really? Yeah, Raiden's never in my rotation, but I think he might be this time around. It'll be interesting once the game comes out and we have a little time to see like where we're thinking our rotation is going to be to what our rotation actually is. And I'll be yeah, absolutely. It'll be really fascinating to see like who our top three like go to characters are, and I can't wait to. Oh, I can't. I'm, I'm excited, so man. excited for this game. I am. I mean, that's that's pretty much all I got on 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 Mortal Kombat. Like I. I want to keep looking at everything that they show me, but I also just want the game to come out. I, I have my copy pre-ordered. I'm ready to, to go. I still got to like pay it off and stuff, but like I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready. All right. Was there any other um, MK news? I think that pretty much covered it. That, that covered. All right. Well, before we get to the very end, um, one quick thing I wanted to touch on very quickly. Uh, very sad news come out yesterday. Uh, Christian, I'm sure you've heard. I actually heard this uh, while I was at work, and it kind of ruined the day. Um, yeah, I, I saw the an announcement, and it I'm not going to lie, it broke my heart a little bit. Um, Wyndham Lawrence Rotunda. I think I said that right. If I didn't, I'm so sorry. Oh, that's, known, that's correct. Known to the world as Bray Wyatt, um, tragically and unexpectedly passed away yesterday. Um, he was 36 years old, WWE superstar, um, Definitely a once-in-a-generation storyteller in mind. Uh, he, I've heard nothing but great things as far as him as a person, people. And, I, of course, now, you know, after the passing, videos are surfacing of him just being an amazing person. I, I watched one where he actually um, come up out of, the like, the arena and tore the barricade, like, opened the barricade just to come out and hug a kid and talk to him and then, like, hug the family and talk to them and, like, Tell him he'll see him at the show and stuff like that. And just being a stand-up amazing person to smile in and super heartbreaking. Uh, it was reported, and apparently they got permission to report, that he had COVID earlier in the year. And apparently it had aspirated or done something to a existing heart issue he had. Uh, but he was very close to being cleared, and he was like pretty much about to be cleared to come back. So he was doing better and suffered a heart attack. 36 years old, so um, thoughts go out to his family, uh, and man, it's it, that one That one hurt, because I've watched Bray for a while. He's been one of the ones that I always look forward to Bray. I love like, Bray on the mic, and just what he did as far as like entrances, and in-ring work, and promos, and everything. Like He was just a fun character to watch. He was, to me, as close as we'll get to an Undertaker-style character at this generation, or maybe ever. I don't, I don't know. He he was that kind of just always the dark character, but I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so rest in peace to to him. And man, that sucks. That that's some shitty news. Um, I know There's... WWE supposedly has shut down like meetings and stuff today. I'm really curious to see what happens uh, for the SmackDown because I know the I think they're bringing people have been told to come. So I don't really know what they're doing, um, but it it really really sucks. It does. Um, so I'm curious what what happens from here. Like I don't know. I don't know if Bo is Bo Dallas still on the roster. Do you know? Uh, I think they're supposed to be doing something with that, but it's mostly rumors, so I can't speak to it at the moment. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to touch on that. But we're gonna move it along, and uh, 
it's time that we pass the whiskey. That's right. Get your whiskey for the last call question. And in light of this, I thought it would be, um, I thought I would ask Christian this for the last call question. Cause I know Christian mm-hmm. has enjoyed him. So Bray Wyatt has been the same, but also changed a little bit over the years. We've had like the cult family leader, We've had the fiend. We've had the vampire demon thing that was at the pitch black match. Like it's different iterations of Bray, different sides of Bray, if you will. I wanted to know, and I'm pretty sure our answers are probably gonna be the same. What is your favorite? This is a two parter. Favorite iteration or side of Bray, as far as like character, you know, the different ones he's done over the year. And then, do you have a favorite match or Bray moment? Um, yeah, that's the, so for favorite, like version of him, that's no question. It's the fiend. Like the fiend, I think is the Same. greatest character. I think the fiend is one of the greatest characters WWE has or will ever have. You have, you have the rock when he was in his prime, you have stone cold in his prime. You have the fiend undertaker when he was in his prime Kane before he was on uh, Rob Van Dam. Oh, like they're they're just certain WWE characters that just fit so well that just make sense. Like Shawn Michaels in his prime, you know, I'm not the biggest Shawn Michaels fan, but like I I Hater. think that he was, I think in his prime, dude, he's one of the greats. There's no arguing that whatsoever. Um, I'm not a Ric Flair fan, but like the Ric Flair fans are, if you say something bad about Ric Flair, the Ric Flair fans will kill you. So I'm not gonna say anything bad about Ric Flair. He's just not my favorite. I'll say that. But like The Fiend 100%. I like The Fiend better than I like The Demon for uh, Finn Balor, if, if that says anything. The Fiend like, was creepy. And I, I, I wish... His entrance was his entrance, no, his my favorite of any wrestler of all time. Like The Fiend's entrance is the best one. Can and I say though, don't as much as I that. love The Fiend's entrance, I really, really liked this last entrance with Bray. Um, I thought the song with the the Firefly lights in the crowd just hit. But his, all of his entrances were usually pretty freaking epic, honestly. The Fiend was nasty, though. That the Fiend's heavy. just my favorite. The Fiend, the him coming out with the bray head and the fucking lantern or whatever, like, you, you don't top that. There's no yeah. topping it. Best one. It was good, man. And then my favorite match. Or I love the Fiend's Either very one. first match. The fiend, like the the fiend, the first time we actually see the fiends, probably my favorite moment to be honest, because I think he like takes somebody up under the fucking ring or whatever. So that's great. But my favorite moment with him, like match, is his first one because it was quick in the best way, and he didn't get too much. That was the first time we got the entrance, and then WWE after that was like, ooh, we should probably censor this entrance because he's coming in with that severed head. But like, did that he was have the same? He had a head with like the lantern in the mouth. Um, on the last iteration of Bray, I think. I think he came um, in like probably, Rumble, or it wasn't Rumble. What uh, what pay per view was it? I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. Where he come in and he he fought like L.A. Knight. It was the pitch black match. Whatever one it was, he had like that head again. I think or one of them he had it with that song, it, um, shattered or whatever it's called. I can't remember, but yeah. Um, Fiend is mine. Obviously, I really like the Fiend. Favorite moment, man, there's a lot. There's a lot of memorable Bray moments from the Firefly Funhouse with John Cena. That was crazy and very different. There were some that didn't exactly hit, but you had to give it to Bray. He was always going to do something different. It was, he was always going to like stand out, whether it's good or bad. Um, What was it? His match with Randy Orton at WrestleMania had good hype, and then the match was kind of different and and weird a little bit just with like the effects they try to do um fiend uh god dude fiend matches used to they they did a really good job of spacing the fiend out where he would attack and then you wouldn't really hear from him and then he would just attack somebody it was almost kind of like spontaneous like the people he was going after and they also wrote the story of if you got in a rivalry and fought the fiend it changed you forever like it brought something Mm -hmm. from you and changed you and i always thought that was really Mm -hmm. cool uh the fiend just the mask work they did and all that was amazing. Tom Savini mask is fantastic. Yeah, Savini Savini is a is a goat. Um God moment though. I did like the the mountain do like the entrance and stuff for that. 
Um, favorite moment I'm gonna have to say right now was building up to the LA night uh, where Taker essentially passed the torch. That was a really feel good moment, just because someone that's so held in such high regard as Taker in that industry, for you to have another character. No, there's not going to be a taker, and especially with this day and age, you're not going to have someone that's going to essentially live and like breathe the character 24-7 when people see him because you have the internet and you have all this other stuff that's not going to allow you to stay in character like that uh, for as long as Taker did. But to have probably as close as we're going to get, I mean, there will be somebody maybe eventually, but right now with Bray Wyatt, to have them in the ring together and Taker to say whatever he said to him, essentially passing the torch like, hey, you're the new face of fear. You're the new whatever, you know. I thought that was a really cool moment and, you know, had to feel good for Bray. Um, but, yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go with that. But there's a bunch, and I definitely plan on going back. I think Peacock might have some of uh, the best Bray moments or something. So I definitely plan on mm-hmm. going and checking that out. Uh, but that's going to be it, I believe. Uh, unless Christian has anything else about Bray, dude, that sucks though. That bums me out every time I think about it. I can't, I can't lie. That really does suck. Uh, but thank you for listening. If you made it this far, we greatly appreciate it. If you'd like your question to be featured in the last call section, join the Gilded Server Gilded.gg slash Sinister Pack, and there is a section dedicated just to the podcast and featuring your last call questions. Just put your little question in there, or do the Sinister Tales and drop your spooky story so we can talk about that on podcast as well. Uh, as well as episode chat, drinks, all kinds of stuff. There's lots of different channels and stuff where you can talk. And my streaming stuff is also there as well, so you can come harass me on the stream and talk Mortal Kombat or whatever. Would love to see you. Uh, you can also go to the social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and threads, at Sippin' With Sin, S-I-P-P-I-N, With Sin. That's right. Go drop a line over there. Follow us. DM us. Hit us up with those questions. Uh, Sipping with Sin podcast comes out every Wednesday, 8 a.m. Central Time on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google, and many more. 8 a.m. every Wednesday, Central Time. That's right. Go rate it five stars, share it with a friend, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff, and just enjoy it as always. You can watch the video version on my personal YouTube, youtube.com slash I am sinister. Thumbs up it, subscribe to it every Wednesday, 8 a.m. Central Time. That's right. Weekly, we drop a new episode for you. You can find me on my personal socials. I am sinister TV on threads, Instagram, and uh, Twitter I, or X or whatever the hell you want to call it now. You can find me there. You can also find me live streaming over on kick.com slash I am sinister. You can find me on twitch.tv slash I am sinister TV. And you can find me on TikTok at I am sinister TV as well and Facebook at I am sinister TV. Christian, where can lovely folks find you? Yes, find me on Instagram at my uh, handle Vin and Ink, all one word. You guys can also find me on uh, the app formerly known as Twitter, now called X. Um, I'm over there on my horror podcast. Uh, that is called The Horrorverse, but you can find us anywhere at Horrorverse Pod on all the socials. We're always available. That's where you guys can find me right now. And you can also find me on uh, TikTok. You guys can find me on TikTok doing uh, book reviews, movie reviews. It's all horror based most of the time. And then a little side as well. Uh, but you can be there at my full name, Christian Vincent. That's where I'll be. Come say hi. That's right. And if you need G Fuel, because everybody needs G Fuel to get that little bam, extra. Extra little boost during the day. Go to gfuel.com. Use code SINISTER. Save at least 20% off your order. Just saying. But that's going to do it for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. If you made it this far, you're a real one. We appreciate you. Next week, we got probably The Flash and uh, probably more stuff. What, what the, the Star Wars show. And who knows? Maybe more and more combat news. I don't know. You never know. There's all kinds of stuff going on. But we will see you guys next week. You don't have to go home. It's time for us to close the doors. But you got to get the hell up out of here. Christian, shut her down until next week. Thank you guys so much for joining us for yet another episode of Sipping with Sin. Be sure to leave a five-star review. Leave your comments in the comments section below. And don't forget, if you guys leave those five-star reviews, we will be reading those live on the pod on the next episode. So leave them so we can read them for you. We might even read them in funny voices. Who knows? Uh, with that said, guys, I'll leave you guys with mouth. three words. I might. Who knows? Yeah. That ASMR out there for the free. Oh, my God. <laughs> he went into the abyss on that. Oh, my God. This guy. Jesus. Okay, well, I will do it for him now that he has gone into the Matrix or whatever again. Guys and gals, three important words to live by. Ready? You already know them. Don't get gutted. See you guys next week. So much for tuning in to another episode of Sipping with Sin. Please don't forget to leave a rating and submit your last call questions to our socials. That's at Sipping with Sin 
everywhere. And if you want to hit us up personally, you could find me at Ven and Ink. That is V E N and Ink, or I am Sinister TV for the Sinister Man himself. And guys, don't get gutted.